everyone, you're listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter at Kickers underscore matter. Um, you'll find my handle on there, Steve's handle and Jamie's. Um, if you can like, subscribe, etc., it means a lot to us. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Hi everyone, uh, welcome along to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Today I'm joined by Jamie um, and Steve. Steve has returned. Hey. I'm back. I'm back. back. Uh, we're also joined by IDP guru, Sam. What's going on, guys? All good, mate. All good. Um, so today we thought we'd get into some IDP stuff with Sam. As a few of you know, we're going to be doing a IDP Dynasty League next year. Is something I particularly want to do, um, as I've had enough of redraft leagues. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, and then we're going to build our DFS team, as we normally do, give you the DFS plays of the week that we particularly like. So, yeah, we'll do that. Um, Steve, do you want to start us on the road with this? Yeah, Sam, I think the best best thing we could do, maybe, for, from your point of view, is if you could just give us, kind of, like, for the benefit of the listeners, just kind of a, a brief overview of, of IDP and kind of what, what it is about it that you, that you enjoy so much. Sure. So, um, obviously, IDP stands for Individual Defensive Player. Um, and basically what you do is what you do on the offensive side, you just do on the defensive side. So you pick linebackers, safeties, um, cornerbacks, defensive tackles, defensive ends. It really depends on what your settings are. So a lot of, a lot of uh, IDPs will be just like defensive back, uh, defensive line and linebacker. But I mean, a lot of, uh, a few uh, will break it out into cornerback safety, defensive tackle, defensive end as well. Um, So yeah, you just really go into it, um, picking the best players at each position. Um, And I think it's, uh, somewhat of a similar strategy to uh, the offensive side of the ball. So you really want to pick the um, top end talent uh, at like more scarce positions. So, you know, you hear things like um, for the offensive side of the ball, zero, the zero RB strategy. So you're going to go wide receivers more often. Um, and, and that's just a strategy because usually uh, running backs get injured a, a decent amount and you, you get a lot of those backup running backs that do decently well. Well, it's kind of the same way with IDP where, um, linebackers a very deep position. So, you don't really want to pick linebacker early though. There is some argument that you do want to pick those stud linebackers, but, and I guess that's the zero wide receiver versus the zero RB argument as well. But so my, my strategy generally is to pick something like uh top end talent at defensive end. So Joey Bosa though, that this year it's not really working out for me, but um, Khalil Mack before he got traded uh, guys like um, Carlos Dunlap, uh, for Cincinnati Bengals, those defensive ends, because there's a, a pretty big cliff when it comes to um, 
the safeties and the, and their tiers. Um, and, and it, you see that in, um, or safety as well. Uh, you see it in defensive tackles. So kind of the same, same strategy. Um, but the, the flip side is you actually want to pick guys that are on worse offensive teams. <laughs> so it's kind of, yeah. Uh, cause, cause they're going to see the, they're going to be on the field more. The defensive players are going to be on the field more. Um, and then you also want, uh, and, and there's an argument for you want worse, worse defensive teams. Cause they're going to be, there's going to be a lot more plays that they're going to be on the field for. Um, but in terms of like why I enjoy IDP, uh, it's because it helps me understand the game from both sides of the ball. Um, so I, I know what like cover two is. I know what uh, nickel packages, what dime sub packages are on defense. I know what given positions on a d- the defensive side of the ball do. So I feel more well-rounded as a fan of football. Um, so yeah. And, and I think I, the IDP has helped me tremendously in understanding the de- defensive side of the ball. It's interesting. You were saying that about some, some of um, kind of like the, the positions you target because in the off-season, when we were looking to set up just a trial IDP kind of redraft league for this year, I was reading a number of articles around kind of like scoring in IDP. So standard scoring in IDP favours kind of just your, your, like your bog-standard tacklers um, mm-hmm. and kind of benefits kind of sound defence, but maybe some of the real stud players that, that get a lot of the interceptions and maybe some of the splash slaps and stuff like that are kind of underscored. So when we set up our redraft league just for this year, we put kind of upgraded sacks and upgraded interceptions a little bit. Is that something you see coming into IDP more or is that something which you just think most people just stick to more standard scoring system? I think a lot of people um, stick to more standard, but, and and there's been talk um, with, uh, so I write for IDP guys um, uh, at IDP guys and you can visit them at idpguys.org. But we've talked about like, standard scoring in IDP. There's just not really a standard of scoring. Um, and, and the other thing is like a lot of your uh, superstars on the defensive side, guys like uh, Von Miller, Khalil Mack, um, they play outside linebacker, which are a lot less valuable in IDP um, because they don't get near the tackles, let's say of like an inside linebacker, middle linebacker. will. Um, so there was definitely talk of, well, maybe, I mean, maybe you do need to emphasize those big plays, the sacks, the turnovers to get more people interested. Because like I said, the household names aren't, aren't nearly as good during in IDP, which is not what you see on the offensive side of the ball. So I think, I think that's a great strategy that you guys employed where you guys are, are emphasizing fumbles, sacks, interceptions, because like I said, you, you're getting the superstar names out there. You, the guys that you want or know the names, like I said, Von Miller, JJ Watt, Khalil Mack, um, you're getting them more involved and more valuable in fantasy football. Yeah, cool. Jamie, did you, I think you had a question, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Sam, you mentioned about obviously targeting like top defensive ends and so on. What kind of round would you look to try and try and snag them? Um, I went with Joey Bosa in the first round this year. Interesting. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, are you talking about an IDP league, like straight up IDP or mixed league? 
A mixed league, a I mix. think. Oh, probably. that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, I would not go with Joey Bosa. Um, <laughs> I was going to so say, because you... if you went Joey Bosa in a mixed league, I think that went very badly wrong for you. Oh, yeah. You? That, <laughs> I would have been 0-6, and, and it would I probably would have rage quit already. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so my general strategy is to get a a starting lineup for offense. So uh, let's just say a standard is start two right running backs two start two wide receivers, start a flex, start a QB. So once I get at least two running backs, two wide receiver um, and probably that flex, cause I'm more of a late round QB guy, I will start to look at my defensive players. Um, and usually, like I said, it's either going to be safety or defensive end for me. Um, in terms of getting those defensive players early, just because it's a lot more shallow at the position than say the linebackers. So I, I wouldn't hesitate to say seventh, eighth round, um, maybe, maybe sixth, if you're really trying to get it, get the jump on guys, um, just because you, you, to get that top end talent, you need to start picking pretty early. I think that's what, we sort of that's when we sort of started this year, didn't we? With the about round about round six from the de- defensive been, yeah. players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the first one. I think I took the first one. You, you, you took Luke Luke Keekley six uh, first pick the sixth round. Then uh, Jack took Keanu Neal and the second yeah, pick. Not works out very well. Oh, no. and, then, <laughs> and then I took Dion Jones in the sixth no. pick of the sixth round. I know, gutting, yeah. gutting. Yeah, those were. So Deion Jones, that, that one specifically was really rough on IDP this year because I know that that was a first three picks for most people in terms of IDP. So I, I know a lot of people that got hurt there. I was ecstatic to get him. Well, Jack, right. Jack, Jack took Keanu Neal, and then I was very, very happy to see Deion Jones because that's what I wanted off the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not so good now, though. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm one and five in that league, so yeah, it's not yeah, good. You're one and five. I think I'm one and five. Steve is is the best at three and three. I think we're not exactly doing. We're not. We're not showing up. Yeah, we're 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 the bottom feeders, Jack, at one and five. No, okay. Sam, so I suppose that leads into into your question, I guess, does it? Yeah, no, I was going to ask Sam about like some strategies, but I think he sort of covered that really with the um, questions that you two have asked. But I was going to just sort of say. Um, what would be how how would you go about how many teams in a league, for example, like an IDP dynasty league, twelve man, fourteen man? Um, how would you set a dynasty league up for IDP? I mean, that's tough because we like so we we are doing a riders league um, for yeah. for just redraft, and a, a few guys had to auto draft, but then they've been able to actually pull a bunch of guys from. Um, waivers and actually do fairly well so defense is a lot deeper just because you have a lot more rotation on the defensive side of the ball so when it comes to the offensive side of the ball you have two one maybe two running backs that you would want on a team you have maybe three wide receivers you want on a team and a tight end and then a QB so but on the defensive side of the ball you have three linebackers you have two defensive ends, but probably three or four because you're rotating them out. And defensive ends are mostly good for that sack, the sack side of things. Linebackers, you're getting probably four on a, on a side. Safeties, you're probably looking at three that could be valuable. So 
you're looking at a lot more value on the defensive side of the ball just because there's a lot more rotation and there's a lot more um, snaps. And, and, and that's the other thing, if you, if you think about it, is guys on the offensive side of the ball can be on the, the field 100% of the time, but a good wide receiver is only going to get, let's just say, 10 targets of, let's say, 60, 70 plays. Whereas a linebacker has a chance to make a play on literally every snap on the defensive side of the ball. So that's why you're seeing these double-digit tackles a lot of the time for these linebackers is they're they're on the field constantly. They have a chance to make a play constantly, whereas like wide receivers, running backs, the ball's not going to them except for maybe a quarter of the time, maybe. So it's – you can have, I, I guess, deeper leagues. Like, so I would say 14 is probably okay. I, I prefer 12, but I would say you would be okay sitting at 14 just because there's just a lot more defensive players that are valuable in IDP. Awesome. Okay. awesome. Um, probably use that going forward. I, I had a little bit of a tactic this year. Um, I was sort of going for corners opposite the studs. So yep. I, I went for Boye opposite Ramsey for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I don't know. That strategy hasn't really seemed to work for me. It, it just, it leads me onto a question that I had from a listener from Adam Foxcroft, um, does the long snapper podcast in the UK here. He, um, he's just like, he just messaged me basically saying, what's the point of defensive backs in IDP? <laughs> you, you can't tell which ones are going to be good from week to week. Right. So if you listen to uh, IDP edge crushers um, for DFF, they, <laughs> Dan cook hates, hates cornerbacks, <laughs> hates defensive tackles because he, he thinks they're useless. I mean, I, I, I don't agree because there's definitely strategy and I think you have the right strategy, but it's definitely, hard to predict sometimes, especially on the cornerback side. Um, for instance, like the Los Angeles Chargers, you would think that you would want like Desmond King across from Casey Hayward, but Casey Hayward seems to always get targeted regardless of how good he is. And the same with like Marcus Peters when he was on Kansas City. He was he was the best cornerback they had, but he was still a ball hawk for some reason. So it's really hard to predict cornerbacks themselves and that's why like safeties are much more valuable in terms of defensive backs because they're more of the tackling people they're the second level basically linebacker if you think about it so if a running back gets to the second level if a wide receiver gets out into a break they're the ones chasing them down so that's why defensive tag or or sorry safeties are much more valuable than cornerbacks because cornerbacks don't get nearly the the tackles and unless they're targeted a lot they don't get near the the amount or I, I, the chance to to make plays on the ball. Okay, awesome. Well, that's given us really a much better in depth understanding of IDP from our point of view. Uh, definitely. Um, yeah. We move over to DFS in a minute. Yeah, we can move over to DFS if you like. Well, I won't say welcome back because Jamie has a go at me. So <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to get into our DFS stuff for the week uh, with Sam, Jamie, and and Steve. Um, so we're going to go through the positions like we normally do. So we'll start with the QBs. Um, the guy I had this week, most expensive option for me was Andrew Luck. On the, this is the Sunday Slate game. Sorry, uh, it was Andrew Luck, six thousand two hundred dollars against Buffalo. 
Um, we all know that we like to pick on Buffalo in this um, on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, my middle of the road guy was Baker Mayfield, five thousand eight hundred dollars against Tampa Bay. It's now or never, really. He's got a nice slate of games coming, Baker Mayfield yeah. for fantasy. Um, and my cheap option was Joe Flacco at five thousand four hundred dollars against the Saints. The, the, the Ravens are throwing the ball a hell of a lot, and yeah. they're going to have to in this game to keep up, I think. So, you guys got any more QBs you want to add or any thoughts on the ones I've chose? I've got I've got Mayfield like yourself, Jack, um, against Tampa, I think. As you, as you said, it's kind of now or never on him. Um, I've got Winston going up against Cleveland. I think they're just going to, you know, he's, I don't like Winston as a, 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 a real-life QB, fantasy QB in DFS. He, he's great. Um, and uh, I've got Jared Goff against the 49ers at 6,600. So they're my my three. Steve, what about you? Um, I was Winston, Mayfield and Flacco. So um, I think you've kind of, between you, covered off mine. Sam, <laughs> <laughs> you got any guys you particularly like this week at QB? Um, I, I like Dalton. Um, Dalton's actually pretty cheap this week as well. And he's going against Kansas City, who, and I would have to find it, but they, oh, they've allowed the fourth most uh, fantasy points to QBs thus far. Um, yeah. Dalton's, Dalton's been playing really well. Um, I did want to talk about Andrew Luck real quick. I don't love Andrew Luck this week. Okay. Um, just, just because uh, the Bills the past three weeks have – um, been very good on defense. They've actually allowed the lowest amount of points to QBs over the past three weeks. So I'm not in love with that game. I think it's going to be another low scoring game. Um, I, I, Luck throws the ball enough that he's probably going to be okay in terms of volume, but I just don't know if you want to really use him and especially at his cost uh, on in DFS this week. Fair enough. No, that's yeah, fair enough for that. Anytime we get to tell Jack that he's wrong is always good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on to the running backs then. So, uh, top guy, no surprise, Todd Gurley, $9,800 against the 49ers. I managed to get him in our Kickers Matter host league on DFS last week, and I um, I beat you both, didn't I? So, <laughs> every squirrel finds a nut, Jack. Yeah. Um, so, I, I like. Todd Gurley's the best well, he's the best running back in football at the minute. Um yeah. middle of the road guy. Really do like Tariq Cohen this week. Five thousand one hundred dollars against the Patriots. Patriots are bad against running backs. Sorry, Steve. Um, well, we're, we're bad against pass catching running backs, especially. So yeah, there you go. Uh, anything that where they get the ball in into that second level, we just fall apart. So yeah. And my cheap guy, um, this is based on an injury. Theo Riddick is injured. I think Kerryon Johnson shows up this week at $4,500 against Miami. And Miami have been the second worst team um, against the run this year. So, you guys, Jamie, do you want to start with any more you want um, to add in? I, I, uh, very similar to you, Jack. I've got uh, Gurley and Tirit Cohen. Um, and my uh, cheap is, I, I, I like... Duke Johnson this week against uh, against Tampa Bay, and he's only four thousand. Um, he's starting to get slightly more integrated into the offense, and uh, Tampa Bay are trash. So, it's, and I'm hoping for it to be a to- an absolute shootout. 
Steve, you got any more? Do you want to? Uh, well, like, like the quarterbacks, you've already chosen my three. So it was, <laughs> it, it was, it was Gurley, Kerry on Johnson, and Duke Johnson. So, yet again, I've got nothing else to say. So, we better move on to Sam on that one. Yeah. Sam, any other squad in? Um, I like Joe Mixon this week. Again, I, I like the Bengals as a whole this week. Um, but he, Joe Mixon is uh, 7,600, so he's kind of on the higher side. But Kansas City, or is this main slate? That's not main slate, is it? Not sure the Bengals are main slate. Uh, I mean, that, but... No, they're, they're Sunday night. Yeah, sorry. It's so good. It's so good. You can. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So if you want to play the, <laughs> the, <laughs> play the, the full Sunday, Sunday through slate. Monday slate, um, Joe Mixon's a good, uh, good one to have. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree on Tariq Cohen. Um, I actually like Nick Chubb a little bit this week. Just I, if if you're gonna buy into what Hugh Jackson is saying that they want to get him the ball more, he's very cheap, and if he shows what he did against like, let's say the Oakland Raiders. He could be a very big boom candidate this week as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Hopefully he gets more than three carries this, this time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you basically have to, they have to believe that he's going to actually do what he says. So. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's move on to the wide receivers. Then uh, top of the pile for me was Adam Feeden, $8,600. Adam Feeden has just been fantastic against the Jets. Tough, it is a tough matchup. The Jets have been pretty good on D, but um, I do like Adam Phelan. Uh, middle of the road guy was Brandon Cook, $7,100 against the 49ers. I sort of said to you both before we come on about Cooks and where he plays and where Sherman doesn't play. Um, so Cooks should be away from Sherman for about 8% of this game, hopefully. So, yep, I like Brandon Cooks there. And my cheap guy was John Brown, $5,700 against the Saints. The way you beat the Saints is attacking through the air. Um, my Giants couldn't do that, but <laughs> my, my Giants don't pass for more than one yard. At a time, so, <laughs> so uh, Jamie, you got any guys you want to add in? Or? Um, yeah, I've got more than three. I always have more than three on wide receiver, so I do apologise. Um, I've got Thielen, um, like yourself, 8,600 at the Jets. Um, I don't particularly rate the Panthers... Pass D very much. So I, I quite like Alshon, Je- Alshon Jeffrey at 6,300. Um, targeting the Tampa Bay Cleveland game, I've got uh, Godwin at 4,600. Um, and Taylor Gabriel against Steve's Pats at 4,700. If you listen to this weekly, you know how much I love Turbo Taylor Gabriel. So uh, yeah, they're mine. Steve, you got. I finally got some different ones to you boys, which is hey. good. Um, my top guy this week is uh, Bobby Woods, $7,000. Um, same reason that Cooper Cup's out, uh, but I just I think Woods is the, is, is, is the go-to guy um, there for Jared Goff. Um, my next one is $6,000 is Kenny Golladay, who... Um, Dolphins haven't been bad against the pass, but they can get beaten up. And Golladay's the sort of receiver that can beat people up. So I quite fancy Golladay in that one. And um, I also went with Chris Godwin just because I'm, I'm liking Winston and he's got to throw it to someone. And just for the value, I think 4,600 on Godwin is decent. Yeah. Sam, you got anyone you like this week or anything? Thanks, yeah, man. so I, I like I like Godwin a lot, like like you guys have been talking about. I like John Brown a lot as well. Um, Jarvis Landry this week, kind yeah. of on the upper end, um, but like 
we've been talking about. They faced Tampa Bay, which has been terrible, terrible in the secondary. So much like Baker, if there's going to be a week, it's going to be this week. So I really like the Mayfield um, Jarvis Landry stack this week. Um, I also like um, Willie Sneed actually for that New Orleans Saints game. Uh, he's had uh, five or more targets in every game this year. Um, and in the last three, he's had seven or more, and he's had 55 or more yards in every uh, game Every game of the last three. So I think that if he has uh, – well, and he won't have um, – uh, what's his uh, – Yeah, Lattimore. There it is. He won't have oh, Lattimore on him. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, he'll have – he'll have probably be on Crabtree, so Sneed could be a sneaky – uh, low uh, cost wide receiver this week as well against the Saints. Revenge game as well. Yeah, right. We like, we like <laughs> sneaky plays. <laughs> right, let's move on to the Titans. And so Jamie's favorite Titans, my top one, Eric Ebron, the <laughs> 5,400. Love Ebron. Um, it is a bit touchdown or bust at times, especially with Hilton back. So, yeah, be aware there. Uh, middle of the road guy was David Njoku. His, his targets are going up and up and up every week since Baker Mayfield's come in. And against Tampa Bay, we've just mentioned about Tampa Bay, $4,200. And my cheap guy, same game, OJ Howard, $3,600 against the Browns. You guys got, Jamie, got any more you want to add in? Or? Um, yeah, I, I, same as you, really. I've got Howard at Cleveland, um, $3,600. David Njoku at Tampa, $4,200. Um, and I've got a slightly more expensive one in Jordan Reed at Dallas, and he's $4,800. And um, the... Uh, the, the the skins passing offense is struggling, but he's seeing a lot of targets. Last week he saw nine targets. Um, obviously Vernon Davis had his little connection with Alex Smith from back from the 49ers and got the got the touchdown. But if if Smith's going to throw it to anyone, it's going to be to Jordan Reed. So I quite like him. What about you, Stu? Uh, like you guys, I've I've noticed the uplifting targets for David and Joku. He was my top choice. OJ Howard uh, was my second as a former Bama man. Um, and the only one of his comments, again, is a third tight end from the same game, is Cameron Brayton. I just feel that if Tampa get, can get ahead in that game, then Jameis might lean on, into Brayton more so than, than Howard. So at 3,100, if you're looking to save a bit of money, um, that, that might be an option play for some people. Yep. Uh, Sam, you got any more? Do you, do you like to speak for tight end? Um, so yeah, I'm on, I'm on David Njoku. I, I think he has a chance to be the, the tight end one this week, just because he's got a really good matchup. Um, I'm going to give you a really deep one here. Um, Chris Herndon, Chris Herndon versus Minnesota. Um, he had 56 yards last week in a touchdown. Um, and he plays, uh, the Vikings who have allowed the six most, points to tight ends they rank dead last in dvoa against tight ends so i mean if you're looking for kind of that one percent ownership play chris herndon might be it and and anoon was out um this week as well and for the next several weeks so he could end up getting a few more targets maybe a, a touchdown here uh, or two um so he's definitely a one percent play for me okay I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah, I've just written that one down for any, any of the um, Right, so let's move on to the DSTs. So, again, pick on Buffalo. The Colts, $3,300 uh, is my favourite play for DST this week. 
middle of the road. The $2,800 was the Texans against the Jags. I just, Blake, well, it's Blake Balls and, you know, the interceptions. And for the same reason, I like the Browns, the $2,400 sorry, against Tampa Bay. Jameis throws interceptions. So this is the reason I like these. You guys, Jamie? Um, I've got um, similar to you. I've got the Colts against <laughs> Buffalo, just play a defense against Buffalo. Um, you like the Texans against the Jags. I like the Jags against the Texans. <laughs> I mentioned this on Tuesday on the pod. The I think this is a, a kind of the Jags D has been disappointing to say the least. Let's put it that way. So far, I think there's a bounce back game. The uh, Houston offensive line hates Deshaun Watson. They they're going to get absolutely murdered in this one. Um, and uh, I quite like the Washington D at Dallas. I think this Washington D is, is, is legit. Steve. Yeah, um, I like the Texans and the Browns like you guys. Yeah, the one actually is a bit more expensive than that that I, I like is the LA Rams at 3,500 against the 49ers. Um, Bethard holds on to the ball too long. And if you've got Aaron Donald coming piling up through the middle at you, it's going to be putting a lot of pressure on. I can see him. Um, the Rams D hasn't been amazing this year, but um, I just like that matchup against Bethard. So um, that's why I, I quite like the Rams, but I'd probably be going on the Browns D no matter what this week. Cool, cool. And Sam, you got any more you like? Uh, I'm actually just going to be apparently the representative for the Buffalo Bills <laughs> against you guys. Um, I, I really like the Bills against the Colts this week. Um, they are 2,300 on DraftKings, I believe. And they are first again over the last three games. They are first against QBs, first against wide receivers, sixth against running backs um, in terms of points allowed. So, I, I just they they look good. That Bills D almost you could argue is the best in the league right now. So, uh, and if they can get to um, get to Andrew Luck, it could be a long long day for the Colts. Yeah, definitely. Right, should we um, move on to our teams then that we've built? So, Steve, do you want to start with yours, and then Sam Sam can grade them. <laughs> okay. So my uh, my team is at quarterback. I've gone with Jameis Winston. At running back, it's Todd Gurley and Kerryon Johnson. At wide receiver, Robert Woods, Kenny Golladay, and Chris Godwin. OJ Howard as tight end. Sony Michelle in the flex and the Browns DST. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, Jamie, what's yours? Um, I've got, same as Steve, I've got James Winston as my QB. I've gone slightly cheap on running backs this week. Um, I've got Terry Cohen and uh, Duke Johnson as my two running backs. Uh, wide receiver, I've gone with Robert Woods, Adam Thielen and uh, Godwin from Tampa Bay. And tight end is David Njoku. Uh, my flex play is Alshon Jeffrey. And my DST is the Jacksonville Jaguars. What about you, Jack? All right. So in at QB, Joe Flacco. Oh. Running back, right. running back one, Kerry on Johnson. <laughs> running back two, Tariq Cohen. Um, wide receiver, John Brown. Wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. Wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey. Oh. Um, tight end, OJ Howard. Um, I will go to the DST and then I'll no, go to... we know where your flex is. <laughs> Just tell us no, it's your flex, Gurley. 
You try and put Gurley in every bloody week. My flex is Todd Gurley, and my DST has um, just convinced me is the Bills. Oh, he's just changing. That's cheating. That's cheating. You can't do that. You picked these before. You cheat. Well, in which case, I'm just going back in with Chris Herndon and Willie Sneed. So, uh... <laughs> so yeah, that's our, that's our teams of the week. Um, make sure you get in, both of you two. Um, well, I've, I've literally just done it. Feel free to join us as well, Sam. It's a free competition we do between us. It's just a, it's a laugh, really, on DraftKings, but we have it between us. So, which yeah. team, Sam, which team is is good? Do you think is going to win out of us three this week? Oh man! <laughs> God, there's there's so many. <laughs> there's certain what parts I don't like about certain <laughs> all of your teams. I I got I. Hmm. Come on, I'll, I'll put I gotta say, Jack. I gotta say, Jack. And oh, and it's not. Oh. It has nothing bills, to do it? with the Bills. Yeah, it has it nothing is. to do with the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I really like. I really like Carryon Johnson this week. I really like Gurley. Um, I like Brown. I like the Flack Brown stack. The Flacco Brown stack. Yeah. I like. <laughs> how how much did he pay you, Sam? How much? <laughs> Come on, admit it. This is bribery. <laughs> Five dollars. <laughs> Five pounds. Sorry, I'm, talk- I'm talking to people across the pond. <laughs> um, right, so did you want to give your Twitter handle and things a plug before yeah. we wrap uh, this up? So you guys can come follow me at FF Stompy on Twitter. Uh, I write for the F3 Pod, so that's the fan- the FF Franchise dot com at F3 Pod. The IDP guys at IDP guys and. Uh, idpguys.org i'm gonna keep going um the, the fantasy the fantasy authority.com uh, i think it's dot com let me make sure let me make sure that, yeah it is the fantasy authority.com i do a start set article every week um and that's at ff ff underscore authority and then i've joined uh, a site called sportsabermetrics.net it's at sports underscore saber and we're trying to build like an analytic site uh build premium tools stuff like that start sit tools um, and we actually wanted to do a promotion with you guys and your listeners. So, um, if you guys go to sportssabermetrics.net and then sign up for, or, or register and sign up, um, for the premium tools, uh, use the code. Um, I just forgot the code. Oh my God. <laughs> Kickers matter. There it is. Kickers yeah, matter. Kickers matter. <laughs> Kickers matter. All lowercase, all one word. For fifteen percent off, so that's go go to sportsabermetrics.net, sign up for the premium um, tools, and then use the code Kickers Matter all under all uh, under um, lowercase oh, uh, all oh, one word <laughs> all lowercase all one word, and you get fifteen percent off there. And then we're gonna do a contest when this pod comes out um, yep. for uh, somebody to win a free um, upgrade and get get the premium tools for free. So. Sounds awesome. Yeah, sounds That's awesome. fantastic. So thanks so much for that, Sam. Awesome, yeah. yeah. But uh, before we go, actually, someone's just sent me a trade in a um <laughs> in the Superflex League. So someone sent me a trade. I get Ryan Tannehill and Jamal Williams, and they get Derek Anderson. Oh my God, take that! I, I, I am taking it. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Who the um, hell is Sky Blues? Whoever that is, I'm taking it. Thank I, you. I have, I, have, I have no idea who Sky Blues is. <laughs> Derek Anderson oh. is going to What league is it, Jax? I want to go and find him because I want him to go make him some No, 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 I'm not telling you. <laughs> Derek Anderson is getting traded in quite a few of our leagues this week, Jack. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, so, but again, Sam, thank you for coming on. Um, hopefully we can get you on in the off season and we can Absolutely. talk some more definitely talk more IDP and um we'll get our league set up maybe maybe get you in our league hopefully <laughs> <laughs> sounds good gentlemen i appreciate awesome. you having me on no, thank you for joining well, thanks us so much mate yeah thanks for joining us yeah once again everyone so if you go to sportssabermetrics.net type in the promo code because matter all lowercase you'll get 15% off premium membership it's a great little product been testing it out myself the last couple of hours a must have for any sort of fantasy player um, gives you so many stats on there start sits etc awesome product so that's once again that's sportssabermetrics.net promo code kickers matter all lowercase Right, guys, let's uh, head over to the Robbie Aguayo corner where it'll uh, either be a hit or more than likely not a wide right miss. Uh, go on in, Jack. What have you got for us this week? I got a hit. Um, it's actually having Steve back on the podcast. Oh, uh, he's a big we, we missed him Monday. Um, it runs so much smoother when there's three of us because me and Jamie get a bit wild and, you know, go a bit out of control on our own. So I did notice, <laughs> I did listen back to it. I did notice that the length of the podcast extended yeah. dramatically when you when you guys were just doing the reviews. I'm yeah, having exactly. gone to yeah. do them in 20 minutes to basically an hour. Well, we went we went off script a little bit. I think it was kind of, I'd had it all written out and then Jack kind of went like, right, oh, let's move on to that one. All right, okay, fine. <laughs> It went good. I listened to it. I thought it, I quite liked it. But we did miss you. Yeah. yeah well, I appreciate that. It's lovely to hear. I'm sure the piss is going to be that I am actually now back. <laughs> the, the, you're basically our glue, Steve. So like you're like the L. Thomas of our Legion of Boom. And like you know, we're, we're well, one of us is Richard Sherman, the other one's Chancellor. But you're like the glue, Steve. You hold it all together, mate. So. Welcome so at back. some point, it's all going to fall apart and I'm going to walk off sticking my finger up to you both at some point. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, at oh, some point, that. you know. But <laughs> when we don't give you a contract extension. But yeah. Exactly that. <laughs> um, I've got a miss, actually. Oh, well. here we go. No, no, it's nothing much. Um, I just hate people that don't use their common sense. It's, I find this a lot in my workplace. Um, yeah. People that don't, it's just simple things just you know if you're going in someone's house to do a bit of plastering for example um maybe don't cover their furniture in plaster you know it's it's <laughs> it's, it's basically basic common sense isn't it really like um you know just just i, I just it annoys the hell out of me so um over to you jamie uh i've like you i've got a hit and a miss um a hit for me is today uh, my my i'm a 
gardener and my leaf blower broke yesterday so I had to buy a brand new one and it's amazing love it it's a bit of a geeky thing for me so that gardener porn yeah exactly mate exactly and a miss um is following on from Jack I think was it Monday or when it the last one or, the, or last week um I might have been caught speeding oh. <laughs> I might have. I was going. I was. I was driving down a road, and it was a forty. And I looked up, and I saw a police van oh, parked got- up. At, but when I saw it, I didn't kind of look at see what speed I was doing. I wasn't going crazy fast. I wasn't going 60, 70, 55, whatever. I reckon I was going about forty-five. So I'm hoping that I'm. Uh, I don't get caught, and it's they weren't doing anything there. They were sitting having a break or. Uh, worst case scenario is I get a uh, have to go on one of those courses. Yeah, you, 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 was, you, you, you know, you should have been praying that you got done by the uh, window twitchers. You know, the old <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, 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 so that's that's my miss. And I told my missus, and she looked at me like, "You don't speed." I was like, "I know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I just had a heavy foot, maybe." <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, let's uh, see what comes in the post in the next couple of days. Uh, Steve, what have you got for us, buddy? I've got here, and um, it's a bit of promotion for some friends of ours. So um, I've been working from home again today, and um, I've been loading up all the podcasts that I normally listen to. I've been firing through them all today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it that as much as I love the Around the NFL podcast, as much as I love listening to the Ringer podcast, as much as I like listening to all sorts of NFL podcasts. The one that I actually enjoy listening to most on a week-to-week basis is the Long Snapper podcast. I just yep. want to say it's genuinely one of the funniest things I listen to at any point. Not because any of the guys themselves are particularly funny, but boy, when they're together, they're, it's, it's brilliant. So my hit is thanks to Long Snapper podcast for keeping me laughing my head off constantly on days when I'm working from home. So uh, cheers, lads, and uh, listen to it, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Get, get involved, guys. I second that, and um, Dougie, you're brilliant. I love your response to some of you earlier. English NFL fans are wankers. Brilliant. So. <laughs> oh, guys, just quickly, I've just had a an, a, an email for a trade in one of my leagues, and Ooh. yeah, and to say that kickers don't matter is uh, this is involving a kicker, Ooh. Emmanuel Sanders for Alex Smith and Greg the Leg. So someone just... wanted someone wanted Greg the Leg. I've just seen it. I've just I seen know. It. I used Fab Budget on Greg the Leg this week in the league. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I beat. I beat. I beat John by two dollars on the Fab Budget. Oh, to be fair, I, that's I, in a that's in a Superflex in it, or is it Superflex that league? Which one? The one with Greg the Leg? Yeah. No, that's in the Yank League. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, while we're on trades, um. I, oh, this is a huge... <laughs> no, I um, I I discovered this one was from Mark from the Long Snapper podcast. So I oh, I do I'm think this, I do think it's a bit tongue in cheek. But um, Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. for Case Keenum. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Mark, I warned you. I would call you out on the podcast and, you know, that what is... is what is he, Jack? Come on, you, you say it at the end of everything. Come on. No, I like, <laughs> as I say, me and Steve both really enjoy the Long Snap podcast, so I won't call him a twat. <laughs> um, I think you just did. Yeah. But, 
you just made the list. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Thanks everyone for listening. Follow us on Twitter at kickers underscore matter. Our website, kickersmatterfantasyfootball.co.uk. Um, yeah. So another one in the books, boys. Lovely. Awesome.